My name is Bob Puddingano. This is a homegrown edition of the Sounds of Blue coming at you whenever you like at soundsofblue.com. Isn't it about time we did a new promo? <laughs> We'd like to feature age era music from this, mostly from the 70s, a little bit from the 80s of blues, soul, funk, rock, soul, jazz, jazz. I like to hear him from behind. What we want you to do most is when it's over, or maybe while it's during, I just want you to always remember. Trying to make it real compared to what...
Let's just say we started out this edition number 390 of Homegrown Sounds of Blue. <laughs> With a bunch of issues. Not, not, this time it's not technical. This time it's not me. I got screwed by. I bought a CD box set. This is where it all emanated from. It took me forever to do research. It was a, uh, is a six CD box set on Link Ray. Plus other people like him, like, you know, guitar players of the 50s and 60s, you know, which, you know, covering everybody from Holland Wolf, which is wrongly titled, and here's where we get into it. Dick Dale's in there, of course, would be, be necessary to Kingsman are in there, a lot of Link Ray, some Johnny Guitar Watson, it's a great track by Johnny Guitar Watson, but the tracks, not only are they wrongly listed, like Rumble is is listed as Holland Wolf, and Rumble's pretty pretty classic Link Ray and pretty classic rock and roll music. Um, and they blew it. They just blew it. Then there's then I'm looking for a booklet. It's in a nice little box set, and there's the only the only liners on there are the track listings with no authors, no dates, no runs, no hits, nobody left on base. Fortunately, when I got over to Dwayne Eddy, I'm going to go back and play what we did. Uh, those records were reissued, a single CD called the RCA um, era of Dwayne Eddy with Lee Hazelwood, who also worked with Link Ray. So he must have had a, a thing for guitar players. But anyway, and he co-wrote a couple of tunes on the Link Ray tracks we heard and the Dwayne Eddy. Dwayne Eddy tracks we wrote. It took me like an hour to do like, how much we got here? 16, 17 minutes of music. I mean, you know, it's, it's a whole Sunday going down the tubes. Good thing I had a good lunch. <laughs> Everybody read about uh, Duff and the lies that uh, they, these people like politicians. They just lie about everything. Our friend Griff got a... Uh, Got hold of a of a very recent and it updates regularly. Uh, best of radio stations. You could you could set it up for New Jersey, New York, whatever state you want. But he set it for Jersey. And out of the top forty radio stations in New Jersey, WFDU, who claimed to have 40,000 40, listeners, really has four thousand. <laughs> what a Bunch of butts. I mean, how how low can you get, right? I mean, f f come on, man. I mean, they had four thousand web hits for the for the prior month. I guess it was March. I don't remember if it was March or April. Four thousand, folks. I get over a hundred thousand every month, pretty much. BGO, I was like interested because they had one hundred eighty-five thousand. I'm doing this off the top of my head, so don't hold me to the exact numbers, but it's close. 185,000, some months I I exceed that or come very close to that. So that made me feel pretty good. The BFMU, as Larry Motto pointed out in uh, his Facebook posting, saying nice to see that they had, I think, three, 400,000 hits or thereabouts, a good amount, a, a, an expected amount of hits. But WFDU, 4,000, these clowns, between O'Fool who just lied through his nose and his butt 
I mean, they had forty thousand, forty. Somebody said he once said he he raised forty thousand dollars in his programs. I mean, these are absurd numbers. I mean, in my best years, you know, which was a year we told everybody we were going to upgrade the the transmitter. I raised like twenty two or twenty three thousand dollars, and that was not easy. But Kenny did forty. All the years I was there, when Kenny was there, he never beat me. So go screw Kenny, who's missing in action, I might add. Can't find him. I found him on Instagram. Next thing I know, I couldn't get on his account. So he either shut the account down or <laughs> or he blocked me. One of the two. It's hard to tell when they do that kind of stuff. So who knows? But he's not working at a radio station. God knows it. He's probably, you know, flushing toilets in Florida for, for a living. Who knows? God damn. All a bunch of phony bastards. It's incredible. Duff, please. Please. And then Schmuck Phillips. Oh, my God. All boasting all these beautiful numbers. Now you've been caught with your pants down. And we're not putting them back, and you're going to have to walk home naked. How's that? <laughs> okay. I digress, of course. Especially when it comes to those clowns. By the time you hear this, I would have started my eighth year of uh, doing homegrown editions of Sounds of Blue. May 23rd would be the exact date. So this probably won't get posted till maybe Memorial Day weekend or somewhere around there. I got a little catching up to do because I had a bunch of uh, shows in the queue that were already recorded, but we've been using them up with Mother's Day and other people's birthdays and God knows what else that messed up my Sundays where I <laughs> she would love to hear that, right? Um, where I, I couldn't record a show. So anyway... We got a little catching up to do. We got Memorial Day weekend. We'll get a couple of shows hopefully recorded that weekend and 4th of July because I'm also going to sneak away for a week and take care of some business in Florida, So, which I haven't done since last year. A whole year. The whole winter I didn't go. So, I mean, thank you, Tony. Uh, okay, Link. we started out with Rumble. Big hit for uh, Link Ray and the Raymen, W-R-A-Y-M-E-N. Uh, written by Milt Grant, who I don't know, and Link Ray. 1958, 45 RPM single on Cadence Records. Jack the Ripper was next, written by Mark Cooper and Link Ray. 1963 single on the Swan record label. And then Rawhide was a big hit for, for Link and the Raymen. And that was written again by Milt Gray and Link Milt Grant and Link Ray. And that was 1959. I once wrote in a... I was sent down by Downbeat and this people they, I knew were running in New Orleans, the um, in-between shows of two jazz fests. And so the weekdays and at the Rockin' Bowl and they, was, they had a shuttle service between the hotel they put us up at. These were in the good days where you can make money writing articles at Goldmine, which was pretty, you know, pretty good uh, newspaper at the time. It wasn't Rolling Stone, but we, we uh, had a pretty good reputation, and we were there, I was there for about five years through about four regimes, which wasn't easy either. But in any event, so I got the gig to go down there, but one of the nights that I came out, it was like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, in the car with me 
was Link Ray and I guess his girlfriend wife. I I would guess his wife. I'm not sure. I mean, at that point, he was probably in his upper 70s just yelling at each other the whole way home. They just screamed at each other. Yeah, you don't know this and you're an asshole. And I mean, it was like, they sound like two New York punk stars. Not, not He's from the Carolinas, I believe. But it was, it was a great, I couldn't wait to get out of the, the, uh, the van that they had. I said, oh my God. I was like, I thought for sure somebody was going to take out a knife and one was going to stab the other or maybe they both do it at the same time. Then we moved on to Dwayne Eddy, which was a natural segue, I thought, because they're from the same era. And I mentioned earlier that the, uh, um, I was wrong about the Lee Hazelwood stuff. No, Link Ray did not work with Lee Hazelwood. Uh, Dwayne Eddy did. Dance with the Guitar Man, written by Dwayne Eddy and Lee Hazelwood, was a single in 62. Rebel Rouse, a big hit for Dwayne Eddy, was a single in... In 62, Rebel Rouser was for Jamie. Um, I'm following along here. Dance with the Guitar Man was for, was for Jamie. Am I getting this right? I'm just trying to, I'm having a hard time with my eyes again. Um, Dance with the Guitar Man, RCA Records. Okay. 1962. Rebel Rouser by Haywood, as my screen goes blank. Um, for RCA Records, written by Hazelwood and Eddie, and Desert Rat, written by Dwayne Eddie and Lee Hazelwood, uh, for the RCA record label. So there you have it. Those records, thank God, were in were <laughs> very good lineups. I didn't have to go on the internet and search for stuff like I did incessantly. <laughs> for the stuff I had to try and find on Link Ray. Bad, 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 bad liners. Really bad. But we're here now, and what do we got? We're almost a half hour into the show, and I've already spent over an hour doing it. Oh, God. Anyway, we're going to keep it back at the Wayback Machine and guitar-driven, even though the leader of this next group was Preston Love, and you may not remember him, but Preston was closely re related with Johnny Otis and he played uh, alto sax and flute I, think he did, I don't know if he did any singing I'm not, no I don't think he did any singing and he had I think only one album to his credit it was called Omaha Barbecue and I think it fits nicely following my rants on WFDU of course what else um Coming out of Dwayne Eddy and Link Ray. This fits pretty good. This is 1969. Oh, you also notice how the the recording quality of the Link Ray 50s and 60s tunes was not nearly as good as the early 60s Dwayne Eddy stuff. Cause it was night and day. Those records were compiled, to, well, two of them were compiled by Rhino Records, which always does a pretty good job, a really good job. And um, Real Gone Music, some of that stuff came off of, too. Also with Good Line and Notes. The only thing I don't like about both of those record labels is they rarely, if ever, put um, track times. And I don't understand why that's so hard to do, but it is for them. But anyway, we're just going to play the title track of Preston Love's Omaha Barbecue. 
issued originally on Kent Records, reissued by the good folks in Britain, and my friend John Brovin, who I'm sure handed me this record, of Ace Records as a CD reissue. Preston Love would have been 102. Dwayne Eddy is 85, and Link Gray was 88. Let's check it out. That was written by Johnny Otis and Shuggy Otis. As is this. Want some neck bones? Come on, man. It's the barbecue. Omaha barbecue. Also written by Shuggy and Johnny Otis. Daddy and son. Shuggy's still with us.
This is Marshall Chess of the Chess Records family. You're listening to my man Bob here on Sounds of Blue.
So long, so long, goodbye Fade is really weird here. <coughs> Still tells me it has 10 seconds. But you know what I say. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Otis Rush. Otis would have been 89. I lie like a dog for you 
Hi, my name is Robert Cray, and whenever I'm in the New York area, I listen to Bob Putignano's Sounds of Blues.
Hi, this is Luther Kent. You're listening to Sounds of Blue, Bob Putniano, where the blues is. Some things in this world that will make you feel fine Good cards, fast cars, and bubbly vintage wine There are things that you can buy and there are things that you can sell Even special interest groups just for raising hell There are things that you can take a pop of smoke till you turn blue Spend some time with my good friend Jack Daniels if you're willing to. Grab hold of some fried food and some chocolate and party down. Jump in your Cadillac and drive it uptown. Attract all the ladies miles around. Become a millionaire. Buy a house in Malibu. But none of this means nothing. When it's compared to you I said it just ain't close at all Compared to you I said it just ain't close at all No, no Compared to you Rembrandt was just a hat the moon and the stars was just a, a waterbat compared to you. I said compared to you. It just ain't close at all, no. I see. Some things in this world that will make you want to scream Electronic digital trumpets and miniature TV screens All kind of things designed to blow your mind But you're the sweetest thing, darling, I will ever find Yes. 
Mercedes Benz, a super stretch limo, 40 feet into him. Every single blue note record that was ever sold, a sunken treasure worth a billion G's, an extremely large piece of uh, provolone cheese. The biggest all well in Texas, maybe two, but none of this means nothing when it's compared to comic books and the mighty Mississippi just a, a babbling brook compared to you I said compared to you it's not even in the same MS Big Luta, could you?
really nice new music from a gentleman by the name of Vincent Mendoza and his Metropole, Metropole Orkest. Now, the album's called Olympians. A track we heard written by Vince Mendoza and his big band is called Big Night. How about some more Maiden Ferguson? Without Luther, though. That track I played with Luther was lost for like two decades or more. And when they reissued it, they found it, and they put it on the reissue in 2016. It was originally recorded in 1990. How about that? 36 years? Am I doing the math right? 26 years. Maiden calls this. He didn't write it. Blue Birdland.
Hi, this is Larry Carlton, and whenever I'm in the New York area, I listen to Bob Purignano's Sound of Blue. Ain't got no troubles in my life, no foolish dreams to make me cry. I'm never frightened or worried, I know I'll always get by. Gone. You knew in time we'd meet again for I'd have told you 
I was recording, I talk about this a lot, I know, but I think it's significant because it's an era gone by, and it was a good era, and it wasn't a long-lived era, too. But for audiophiles in particular, there was a company called Sheffield Lab, no relation to the jackass at WFDU, but, um, <laughs> God forbid, oh my God. But I, I, had, I still have quite a few of these recordings. They might have been... If I had to guess, there were maybe like two dozen, maybe three dozen. I don't think there were three dozen. And what they did was that they, um, Tower Power did a really good one too. And this one I'm holding in my hand is Thelma Houston and Pressure Cooker. There were a lot of oddball records that this label did. and But the, the whole concept was to get really good sound and sell it into audiophile stores that sold high-end equipment, which I was doing a little bit in the 70s as a part-time gig 
that I never made money at. That the, <laughs> I still talk to my friend, the owner, Mike Perillo. He says, you're the only guy that ever worked for me that didn't take a paycheck home. He took equipment every week or paid it off over months because some of this, they sold astronomical stereo equipment and it was really worth a lot of money and uh, some would take months to pay off. But he was very kind to me, Mike, and whatever. But we used to, you know, we want to bring in demo records and we actually sold this record. Uh, I've got the music into me, but in, I got the music in me by Thelma Houston and Pressure Cooker. Thelma's 80. But this was, I think, it's a close call between the Tower Power one called Direct, and they called it Direct because what they did, there was no editing allowed, meaning you cut the, you played the music and it cut to the disc. No tape, no patches, no fixes, no nothing. You just did it. Emilio Castillo, I talked to him about this. So I looked at Larry Carlton about this one. I might have mentioned it to Tom Scott as well. Um, you just you took your best swing. It's you know doing like a live show, and you know a lot of people get. I know Coco Montoya over the years used to say it when I bugged him to do a live record for a long time, and he said, "Ah, you know, I don't want to live with, you know, bad notes and you know, miscues in the band and all whatever." And and I I guess I could appreciate it, but sometimes you got the warts are part of the whole deal. But on this recording, I mean, it's it's it was Tower Power was Tower Power in their prime in the seventies. This was recorded in nineteen seventy five. But the musicians that they brought in for Thelma Houston were were quite impre impressive. Um, Larry Nettel, uh Jim Keltner. You all know Jim Keltner, uh, Tom Scott, Jim Horn. Why am I thinking Larry? Oh, Larry Carlton and Dean Parks, just to name a few. So this was no light and a horn section of most of the people I don't know, but it's a big horn section, which is why I segued with the uh, uh, piece by Maynard Ferguson. And also that piece by the new one by Vince Mendoza and the Metro Metropole Orchestra. But anyway, I got to interview Delma Latterday when she released a record on Shell Factory in 2007 called A Woman's Touch. She was, she was really a lot of fun. She was a nice lady and she was very upbeat and warm and charitable and loved to share stories and whatever. So I'm going to play one song from that records which uh he's 80 years old by the way hard to believe those time goes by written by sting and uh you'll know the tune so we'll play with it we could use one of these these days because i'm tired of the same the old days that we've been having for the last couple of years brand new day Some kind of love affair And how many times do you 
swear you'll never love again. <laughs> how many lonely, sleepless nights? How many lies and how many fights? And why would you want to put yourself through all that again? Love is pain, I hear you say. Love has a cruel and a bitter way of paying you back for all the faith you ever had in your brain. How could it be that what you need the most can leave you feeling just like a ghost? You never want to feel so sad and lost again. One day you could be looking through an old book in rainy weather. You see a picture of him smiling at you when you were still together. You could be walking down the street and who should you chance to meet but that same old smile that you've been thinking of all day.
And this is Leo Nocentelli, and you're listening to my paisano, Bob Putignano, on Sound of Blue.
Hi, this is Robin Ford, and you're listening to the best blues program in the United States with Bob Putignano's Sounds of Blues.
This is Walter Wolfman Washington, and you're listening to the sounds of Bob Piano, the sounds of blue. Well, I feel so bad. You're like a ball game on the rain today. Well, I feel so bad. Like a ball Sometimes I wanna leave, then again I won't stay. Uh -huh. oh, Sometimes I wanna leave, yeah. then again I wanna stay. Uh -huh. Now that I got my clothes packed, I'm gonna catch a train and I'm gonna ride away.
couple of new interesting albums that just came out that got sent to me. Joe Crown that you heard just last. That probably is, as far as I know, it could be one or two others, but I doubt it. One of the last tracks that maybe Walter Wolfman Washington laid down. Because this was recorded from July to September and Walter passed away around Christmas time of 2022. And um, so that could be. Feel so bad. They used to do that with uh, the Roadmasters and whatever. And I'm sure they did it when uh, Walter was in the Joe Crown B3 trio that they used to go out and did quite a bit of too. Brand new from Joe Crown. Tribute, it's called. All kinds of people on here, including we heard the the opening track we heard featured Leo Nocentelli. Best Leo Nocentelli I've heard in a real long time. Ivan Neville's on here, Noah Hunt's on there. And the connect with Noah Hunt is that uh, Joe's also in the Kenny Wayne Shepherd band these days. So Noah, of course, has been the vocalist there for a long time. Walter Wolfman Washington, Nocentelli, Jason Ritchie which I know Joe was recording with a little bit and touring with, and Joe Sublet on sax. Tribute from Joe Crown. We heard two tracks. Two tracks back we heard with Leo Nocentelli. Every time I go to read this thing, my screen saver goes in. Um, all of it. By Alan, Written by Alan Toussaint. Then we heard D. Wayne Pate, Pate I met him a couple of times. I actually worked one of his earlier records and um, there with Robin Ford. But when I met him, he was touring. I think I saw him at the uh, Bergen Pack. We went backstage and we shot the shot the breeze and whatever. Nice guy. And then out of the blue came a, a CD in the mail, so I didn't even know it was coming or whatever. So um, that track there featured his old boss, Robin Ford. It's two tracks with Robin Ford on this record called on the upside, on uh, Pate Town Music, the uh, Joe Crown record is Sledgehammer, <laughs> Sledgehammer Blues. Okay, well, I guess blues could get like that from time to time. And uh, what else? Uh, then I want to get one more in from Dwayne Pate. This track features, was written by Gwendolyn Collins, otherwise known as Albert Collins' wife. And Eric Smith, who I don't know, but this is his famous Iceman, and it features the guitar work of the always wonderful Chris Kane. Fire with my 
Pretty funky with the horns there, huh? Nice stuff. D. Wayne Pate there with Chris Kane. Sweet, the 
women's love her cause she can't be beat. The children love her cause she's so kind. I'm crazy about my baby cause I know she's mine. My baby, she's a good Thank you. 
Otis Rush and Eric Clapton covering Otis Rush's Double Trouble. 
How about we take it to Madison Square Garden in 2008 or 2009? It's not clear on the liner notes. It's one of the two, I could tell you that, with Steve Winwood and Eric Clapton covering Otis Rush's Double Trouble. I think Clapton really sparkles on this one. Got to try. 
wonder what it would be like to hang out with Jack Bruce. Those bass lines are just off the planet. He must have been an intense guy. We miss him. He just turned 80. Would have turned 80, I should have said. Would you like some more? Right here on the floor? No. Uh, Aren't you glad? Got a little over an hour to go. Got off to a slow start. Then fell on the pocket, I think. What do you think? Let me know. Bob P at soundsofblue.com. So oh, really? I'm so happy. Don't know what to do, don't know what to do, don't know what 
Otis Rush with Eric Clapton. All your love. Hold on to your hats. It's a John Lee Hooker song covered by Otis Rush.
Recorded live in Montrose, Switzerland. Otis Rush with Eric Clapton and Luther Allison. That was 1986. We're running out of time.
and now for something completely different.
There it is. It's over. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to get here today. The first part of the show was just a nightmare with that Link Ray stuff. And and then I got settled down with the Dwayne Eddy stuff. And the Preston Love got me back in the right mode. And then we had Otis Rush. Woody Herman with Mike Bloomfield. Made in Ferguson with my buddy Luther Kent. Uh, Thelma Houston with Larry Carlton and Tom Scott. Then those new records from... Um, uh, Joe Crown, track we played with uh, Leo Nocentelli, another track we played from that same album called Tributed by Joe Crown, brand new, with Walter Wolfman Washington. And then there was those uh, Dwayne Pate tracks with Robin Ford and Chris Kane, more Otis Rush, uh, Eric Clapton and Steve Winwood, a bunch of Cream, more Steve Winwood uh, with Clapton. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, Otis Rush Cream, and of course, the sidetrack with Ella Fitzgerald covering Sunshine of Your Love. So, there you have it. Sounds of Blue number 390 as we edge our way closer to 400. We're wondering if, uh, if Mr. Duff Sheffield is going to be sticking around. Past, past this summer. I don't know. I don't know. Sabello told me he had good information from somebody who's reputable that said, yes, he's leaving. Got to figure if he's leaving, it won't be long thereafter that uh, everything else will, not that it's anything good when you come out 38 out of 40 radio stations in the state of New Jersey. I mean, you know, that's that's pretty, that's, that's you know, Hanging out in the, in the in the toilet bowl. <laughs> I love it. I just love to say I love to see these guys go before I do. That's would be a big a big deal for me. But you guys already know that. My name is Bob Puttingano. This has been Sounds of Blue number three ninety, homegrown edition. I appreciate everybody riding along. We're doing four or five thousand hits a day. I can't ask for too much more than that. And uh, we transitioned. We were getting killed with with prices from our from our internet service provider. We skated that. We skated a lot of things, and here we are. Until next time, be safe, be happy. Don't watch TV. Don't watch the news. Don't believe anything you, you almost anything you 
you see. Definitely don't. It's a whole bunch of big BS. We're being manipulated. In any event, take care, everybody. Until next time.